It was a shortened but very good season for Bailey Ober when he was on the mound on Ober's year and what to expect from him in 2023. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 26th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Three full seasons covering the Twins, now four off seasons covering the Twins at TwinsDaily.com on a daily basis, and writing about the Twins for four seasons, four off seasons at TwinsDaily.com. Com. I'm Nash Walker. Thanks for joining me today. Bailey Ober, quietly, really nice year in a small amount of innings. So what can we expect from Bailey Ober in 2023 based on what we've seen to this point, which is basically a full season of starts. We're also going to compare him to Joe Ryan because I think it's eerily similar, the way that they've come up and pitched and their ages. It's, it's crazy to me how similar they are to one another. Mid-20s, Bailey's 27 already. Uh, but mid-20s, very similar numbers across the board. Bailey made only 11 starts this year. And I, I often say the Kirilov injury for the offense was an under-the-radar loss. The Ober injury for the pitching staff was an underrated loss. And here's why. Last night, I, I said they, they relied way too much on Joe Ryan in 2022. I think everybody kind of feels that way. Relied way too much on Joe Ryan to be the number two. They relied way too much on Bailey Ober to be the number three. There were too many eggs in both of those baskets in 2022. It was clear going into the into the lockout, coming out of the lockout, going into opening day, that Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober were going to have to be two of the best three starters on the team this year. It's not going to be Dylan Bundy. It's not going to be Chris Archer. Maybe it'll be Jordan Balazovic. You know, maybe it'll be a prospect. It didn't work out that way. And Ober got hurt. And when Ober got hurt and he was out for as long as he was with the groin, that really, really damaged the rotation and the consistency of the rotation because Bailey is consistent. He consistently throws strikes and he oftentimes gives the Twins a chance to win. 11 games started this year, only 11 games, and he pitched only 56 innings after 92 and a third at the big league level last year. I will say he also threw 16 innings in the minors. So he was up over 100 last year but only 56 this year, but a 321 ERA that was 20% better than league average and a fielding independent pitching, which is what a pitcher can control with the expected ERA. You can think of it with homers, walks and strikeouts was 292, 2.92 fielding independent pitching. So now we have a, a sample of 31 starts for Bailey Ober going back to last year when he was one of the breakouts of of 2021 under the radar came out of nowhere was especially good in the second half of the season 31 starts 148 and a third at the big league level 382 era that era is eight percent better than league average 24 percent strikeout rate five percent walk rate and a fielding independent pitching number at 394 what's crazy to me is how this compares to joe ryan Joe Ryan's made 32 starts to Bailey Ober's 31. He has many more innings, 173 and two thirds, you know, 20, what is that? 25 more innings. 
363 ERA, but when you adjust for the park and for the league, it's the same ERA plus as Bailey Ober, 108, both ways, 108 ERA plus. So exactly the same when you com- when you compare it to the rest of the league. Strikeout rate is a tick higher, but very close, 25%. Walk rate is a tick higher. And they're feeling independent pitching numbers, nearly identical, over at 394 and Ryan at 391. So it's it's wild to me how close these two have been in their very young major league careers. And I mentioned Ober is older than Ryan, but I think we often view Ryan as a building block and we don't view Ober that way because of the health. But in terms of results, they've been the same guy. They've been the same guy since they came up. Ryan, less so last year, more so this year, over more so last year, less so this year. Looking at the overall numbers, very, very similar. And how how can we view these two? So last night, I said, Ryan, there's more room to grow. I think that's true for Bailey Ober. For Bailey, it's just staying healthy. I, I trust him to be consistent if he's healthy. Going back to 2021, let's look at starters who have thrown at least 140 innings. And where do these two rank? Where does Ober rank specifically? And in comparison to Ryan, because they have the same ERA+, plus, among starters who have thrown at least 140 innings, the leader in ERA+, plus. Going back to 2021 is Justin Verlander. He threw 175 innings this year. ERA plus at 220, 120% better than league average. That is uh, absolutely absurd. Bailey Ober at 108 comes in nicely on this list. Overall, 64th. That's tied with Joe Ryan. That's tied with Frankie Montas. And that's tied with Tristan McKenzie, as well as Chris Flexen and Brady Singer. So that's tied for 59th. In ERA plus, I like to think of it one through 30. Those are your number ones, 31 through 60 mid rotation starters. And and beyond that, you can go a little bit beyond, you know, Jose Arquiti in Houston is at 106, just to give you a glimpse of, of what we're comparing it to here. But he's tied with Ryan McKenzie, Montas, Singer and Flexen. And those are some good names, some good names in there. I mean, Frankie Montas, I was clamoring for the twins to trade. For Frankie, not only in the offseason, but at the trade deadline, Tristan McKenzie had a great year. You know, Brady Singer had a really nice year. These are good young pitchers, and Bailey Ober is tied with them in ERA+. plus. What can we expect from Bailey? And then we'll open it up a little bit, too, to Kenta Maeda, because in some ways, I think the restrictions on innings is similar. What can we expect from Bailey Ober in 2023, and can we expect a mid-rotation starter for an extended period? Coming up after this word, from Simply Safe. As everyone knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks, but when it comes to saving money, Simply Safe always stays on top. And right now, you can save big with Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving listeners 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022. Simply Safe blankets your home with protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. You don't want to get alerts when it's not real. Simply Safe fixes that for you. Even hazard sensors that instantly deflect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. The monitoring experts use proprietary response technology to visually confirm when a break in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Don't miss this chance to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. 
customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. That's simplysafe.com. Go today. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. What can we expect from Bailey Oberg in 2023? He's going to fly under the radar going into next season because he only threw 56 innings. That's a tiny amount. And he only threw just over 100 in 2021. And unfortunately, this goes back years for him. 2021 was the first time he'd thrown over 100 innings in a season. And that's why the Twins capped him so much at the end of that year. Remember, there were times he was pitching so well. We were like, leave him out there. Let him pitch. Let him pitch. Let him pitch. They capped him because that was the first season in the minors that he's thrown 100 innings. In 2019, he was so insanely good in the minors across three levels, but he only pitched 78 and two-thirds. In those 78 and two-thirds, he gave up six earned runs for an ERA at 0.69, and he struck out 100 hitters while walking nine. Absurd minor league numbers for Bailey Ober. So he shouldn't have been surprised that he was good when he came up because he just dominated the minors, especially in 2019, was good in St. Paul in 2021, was good for the Twins down the stretch in 2021. And then when he pitched this year, was good for the Twins, especially at the end of the year. You saw he was super sharp at home against the White Sox. I know they were a dead man walking, but so were the Twins. He looked really good in September. In four September starts, a 2-0-1 ERA, 22 and a third, 22 strikeouts, four walks. He always throws strikes. Similar to Joe Ryan, he's fastball centric, you know, 50% fastballs, 49%. Slider at 23%, change 16. He's pretty simple. A fastball slider change will flip in that curveball from time to time as well. And his fastball is always going to grade better like Joe Ryan than the expected numbers because he is a fly ball pitcher like Joe Ryan and he pitches at the top of the zone. Like Joe Ryan, gives up a lot of home runs. Like Joe Ryan, very, very similar, but in different ways. It's the deception. And Bailey gets his deception with his extension. He has elite extension. And now we have a metric on StatCast that tells us where guys rank in extension. Bailey Ober is in the 95th percentile for extension. That should not surprise you at all. 95th percentile in extension. He's so long. He's six foot. He's listed at six foot nine, six, nine. He's so long and his fastball might only be 91, 92, but because he's so long, man, he gets that extension and he's super tough to hit. And I think for hitters, sometimes if those two are back to back, you're seeing some tough fastballs from different arm angles. Like Joe Ryan's coming at you from that lower slot. Bailey Ober's coming over the top and he's long and he's strong and he will beat you with the fastball that doesn't look or isn't 91, 92, but looks a lot harder than that. Bailey Ober's good. Bailey Ober's good. He just needs to stay healthy. And that's, that's the case for, for a lot of these guys, you know, in 2023. And I think what we can expect and hope for in 2023 is can he replicate his amount of innings that he had in 2021 when he threw a total of 108? And that's unfortunately the bar that we have to set. I would love to see 120, but that would be a doubling of 2022 to get up to 120. The good thing about this is that his injury this year was not arm related. It was a groin injury that clearly re-aggravated because he wasn't supposed to be out that long. That's the good news. There wasn't any surgery. Wasn't a shoulder, wasn't an elbow, wasn't even like a, a lat, wasn't an oblique. It was a groin problem. 
that just seemed to linger throughout the season. So we can kind of hang our hat on that as a hopeful piece going into 2023 that maybe because it was a groin problem, you can expect more innings from him. But to me, Maeda and Ober are in the same boat here. For Kenta, it's going to be 18 months out since he last pitched, undergoing Tommy John surgery. And remember, in the COVID season, only 11 starts, 66 and two-thirds. Last year, 106 and a third. So we're not looking at a big sample of innings from Kenta Maeda either. The last two seasons combined, or I guess the last three now, because he missed 2022, he started a total of 173 innings. That's 32 starts. You would hope for a, a season like that. Like Ober, he's very good when he pitches. ERA plus at 110, 10% better than league average. Good strikeout rate, ERA at 390. Fielding independent pitching at 368. If you could just, if you could tell me that Maeda and Ober were each going to, they're each tabbed for 150 innings in 2023, I think the whole scope of the rotation for me would look different because I have so much confidence in both of them to be above average pitchers when they're on the mound that if you could if you told me that they had a better bill of health if they were coming off seasons where they threw 130 140 even 100 innings I would say wow I feel a lot better about them for 2023 unfortunately that's not the case that isn't the case for either of them Kenton didn't throw a single inning both of them combined to throw 56 and they were all Baileys I don't feel confident in their health in their durability in 2023 What I think the Twins are going to do in the rotation, and I will continue to say they need to go out and get that frontline starter. We're going to have some big-time ideas this offseason coming. I know you're excited for that. We're going to have some big-time ideas of starters they could go get, not just in free agency, but trade ideas I have. And I have a piece posting at TwinsDaily.com soon about one of them if you're interested in that. We're going to have ideas for that. They need to add to the top of the rotation. Among the rest of the guys – I think you're going to see something similar to what we saw at the beginning of 2022, which is a six-man rotation, maybe even seven. Maybe you even have Maeda starting as a long reliever. I think he'll be in the rotation if he's good to go and he looks good in spring training. But this is going to be one of the the most interesting spring trainings, I think, in Twins history. Because their team, they were so banged up at the end of the year. By the time the season ended, they just shut down so many guys. I'm so excited to see how Bailey Ober looks, how Kenta Maeda looks, how Byron Buxton looks, how Tyler Malley looks, how Sonny Gray looks. How does everybody look who is at least a little bit dinged up or limited in 2022 in spring training? That's just the pitchers. Alex Kirilov, Royce Lewis, what's the deal? Trevor Larnick, so many guys. I mean, just Byron, so many guys. I think I included Byron in the pitchers, but you get what I'm saying. So many guys I'll be waiting to see in spring training. It'll be big for them. I think they'll come out of spring training and the conclusion will be because we can maybe tab Kenta Maeda for 100 innings, maybe tab Bailey Ober for 100 innings, we're going to have to roll with a six-man out of the gate. And what that will do is it'll reduce innings and we have enough good pitchers to do it. At the beginning of 2022, they pitched very well. The rotation pitched well. Offense was down across the league. It worked for them because Archer was pitching okay. Bundy was pitching really well right out of the gate. And the rest of the rotation was intact. You know, Sonny, by the time he had ramped up, was good. Joe Ryan was good. Bailey was good. So they had six good options. Chris Paddock was good before he got hurt. And I think they'll be in a similar position in 2023. Well, they'll have six good options. And hopefully one of them is a frontline starter that they go out and add, whether that's Rodon or Brandon Woodruff or Pablo Lopez or somebody else that they add, hint, hint, 
this offseason, hopefully he's part of that group and you have a one through six that you feel pretty comfortable with and you can go into opening day. Sometimes you have a six man rotation and the sixth wheel is, is really bad. But if you add a frontline starter, you feel good about all six and it'll reduce innings loads on Mally, on Gray, on Maeda, on Ober, on Ryan, on your frontline starter, hopefully to keep them healthier at the end of the year. But what we saw is that didn't work really for the twins in 2022. Chris Paddock, second Tommy John. Joe Ryan got COVID. He had a pretty healthy year, but Bailey got hurt. You know, Sonny got hurt three times. He was on the injured list this year. It didn't, Tyler Malley got hurt. He wasn't part of that rotation at the beginning of the year. They they need to ease these guys in, and I think they will. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it'll be a bad thing because I trust those six, assuming that there is someone added, someone who's a frontline starter is added to this group. I trust that, that those six will be good enough where you can go to a six-man rotation. And you just hope and pray and cross your fingers that Bailey Ober is able to stay healthy, that Kenta Maeda is able to stay healthy through the entirety of the year. Maybe we'll be in a spot too where they get to the they get to the deadline next year and you know you're reassessing and you're you're realizing like okay Bailey Ober's already at 80 innings. You know, Kenta Maeda's already at 65 innings. How are we going to manage this in the second half? And it's gonna be a challenge. And that's that's just the cold hard reality because these guys haven't been healthy. Maeda, Ober, even Sonny, Tyler Malley. You can't rely on these guys to be healthy, and that's gonna be a challenge for them in 2023 but I just look at this and if if we go back to 2021 looking at this list and I put a minimum 140 innings since 2021 I love where they're at in terms of quality like I said they don't have a top 15 pitcher in the game but I really like where they're at in between ERA plus we know 100 is league average Sonny Gray's at 118 Malley's at 115 Joe Ryan at 108 Bailey Ober at 108 you know Kenta Maeda was at 110 he doesn't reach the inning threshold in 2021 he was at 91 he was below that below league average but the COVID season plus 2021 he was at 110 doesn't reach that threshold I really like that they have a bunch of above average starters proven above average starters but not proven in health and that's that's the issue that you can't trust that they're going to be healthy and you also wonder how are how are guys going to react to a full season if Bailey Ober gets another full season where he gets 150 innings is his fastball as effective in August and September as it will be in, in April and May for Sonny Gray. If he gets back up to that workload is, are you going to see that ERA start to balloon because he loses effectiveness for Tyler Malley? Is he going to be able to get back to 180 innings and be the same guy he was in 2021? So many questions, but here's what I know. Bailey Ober is a good pitcher and he's a major league pitcher. He's just, he hasn't been able to stay healthy throughout his entire career. He's so big. I think that has something to do with it. He's big. And when you get hurt, you're more likely to get hurt. And it's just been, unfortunately, a tough road for him to this point health-wise. I like Bailey Ober. I've liked him since the minute he came up. I was at his debut at Target Field. If he turns out to be, I think what he'll turn out to be is a good mid-rotation starter for this team if he's healthy. The huge if with everybody under the sun for the Twins. I'll remember that I was at his debut and I was there and Yasmani Grandal hit a home run off him at Target Field. But I like him. I like watching him pitch. He throws strikes. He's consistent. And he usually gives the Twins a chance to win. So I would describe his season, although cut short, he was he pitched really well when he pitched. And he was fun to watch. And he is 
steady. He's steady. You feel pretty confident when he's on the mound because you know he might give up some homers, but you also know that he's not likely to have those those huge innings because he doesn't walk anybody. He has such he has great command with his fastball. You feel comfortable he's going to throw strikes, and sometimes his command won't be there, but his control will always be there, and he's going to be in the zone. It bites him at times, but you know he's going to be in the zone. You know he's going to throw strikes, and most times he's going to give the Twins a chance to win, almost a win above replacement in 56 games for the Twins this year, 321 ERA, Bailey Ober. A good start to his career. Just got to stay healthy. Just got to stay on the mound for hopefully – extended innings in 2023 it should be uh very interesting what the twins do this offseason so much coming i got a comment hey thank you you wander on episode will be thursday you wander on importance of the bullpen where does he rank among the best relievers in the game i'm actually going to rank who i think the best relievers in the game are on thursday's episode so join me then thank you so much for making lockdown twins your first listen today for your second listen today go check out lockdown sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins.